0: another episode of The Writer's Haven. Moosey Writes here, and I wanted to just share some tips with you. We've been getting a lot of different types of questions um, from people online, you know, because people are interested in starting their writing journey, or I've come across a lot of people who have been in their writing journey for some time, and they've reached like a a turning point of sorts, and they, they just want more direction on what to do next type thing. So with the information that I've been posting on my Instagram, and if you're not connected with me on Instagram, I would love to connect. I am at MusuWrites, that's M-U-S-U-W-R-I-T-E-S on Instagram. So I like to go on there and post uh, different writing tips, different pieces of advice that I have learned along my writing journey and from being around other authors, other creatives as well. And I usually get a pretty good response to these posts that I put up. You know, tips on building your writing voice, um, reasons why you haven't started that book yet. Things like that tend to get a lot of um, different responses online and offline. So I just wanted to um, talk to you guys today about those pieces of advice, just to give a little more detail and to go into them so that you can have the direction that you may be looking for. Um whether you're looking to start a blog or whether you are looking to um, write your first book or if you're trying to become a freelance writer, anything along those lines, hopefully this podcast uh, episode will help you. Now, a little bit of background information on me. <laughs> I am. I've done everything that I just named. I've blogged, I've done freelance writing. I've written a book. Um, And I'm in the process of re-editing my book, so that in itself has been a journey because there were so many things that I learned from when I first published it. A lot of mistakes were made, so that's kind of why I'm relaunching the whole thing all over again. So um, as I continue to learn, I'll share those lessons with with you as well. But today, I just want to focus on building your writing voice. Now, for me, um, there was a time where, you know, even though I had been writing, I hadn't been doing much with my actual writing voice. So what I mean by that is I had been writing, you know, doing journal entries, um, writing short stories, but as far as building up my actual voice where, you know, I would actually put my work out there, that wasn't being done at all. So a few years ago, um, you know, it just really kept nudging at me. And then it was confirmed by a couple of people in my life that I needed to start building some type of platform for my voice. Now, the book that I had put out was an outlet, but none of that would have happened if I didn't do these few things that I'm about to to get into. Um, So it is definitely a journey. It's definitely a step-by-step process that you have to take. And one of the first things that I did was I continued practicing my writing, my short stories, and uh, I started networking with different groups. Now, did I go and network with a bunch of writers? No. The first type of networking I did were with other entrepreneurs because I was looking to start my own writing business at the time. And those entrepreneurs, they were kind of like, they became my practice audience, if that makes sense. So the things that I was working on at the time when we would go to these meetings, those were opportunities for pitch or to practice building my pitch as to what I was doing and where I was trying to go. So from there, I was able to build the courage to reach out to local magazines and newspapers to see if they were interested in a piece that I had written on intimate partner violence, because that was that was all I was pretty much comfortable writing about at the time. Um, of course, there were either no responses or a lot of rejections until I finally started getting getting accepted to um, to write about the, the topic. So, uh, of course, that you know that all took some time, and then from there on, I was able to um, build my freelance writing more to the point where I was able to finally write the book. So, all of those steps that I did helped me build my my writing voice along the way. It helped me build my confidence in my writing along the way. So for those of you who are doing journal entries, I've come across people, myself included, been journaling since they were kids. And some people want to do something with those journal entries, some of them don't. But the thing is, you are really taking a huge step in building your writing voice by doing the journal entries. If you have not been doing journal entries, it's never too late to start. And so people are like, well, keep a journal. What am I going to write about? There's so much to write about. Um, It could be anything from how you felt when you first wake up in the morning. It could be about that coworker or that boss that pissed you off at the office. It could be about that one fight that you guys had during family dinner at Thanksgiving. I mean, it could be about anything. That one childhood memory, whether good or bad, that helped to develop you to the person that you are today. All of those different things can be taken to build some type of voice in terms of your writing. So it can be a daily thing. It could be a once a week thing. You set your own pace when it comes to writing your journals, if that's how you want to start. But it's something that I highly recommend because it's, it's a way of, of practicing how you manage your emotions. Because if you're looking to uh, continue building write, your writing voice, you have to learn how to manage your emotions. And I can say that from personal experience. That's one of the things that writing helped me do. It was my my getaway when I didn't know how to express myself verbally. If I was able to write it down first, then I could have that difficult conversation. Then I could get up and do that presentation that that I may have been too scared to do before. That courage was built up through writing. So that's why I encourage journal entries however you wanna call it, keeping a diary or you know just um, making uh, writing down thoughts of the day, however you wanna word it, it definitely helps build your writing voice. So um, the other thing that I had listed on the Instagram post was reading. And I even did a quick video of uh, summaries of books that I had been reading. And I received a lot of feedback on that as well. When it comes to reading, Um, If you are working, for one, if you're working on a particular book, like say you're writing a book on uh, women's fiction or or romance, um, do you want to read a bunch of uh, romance books? I I think that would help. But I also think that if you kind of expand your horizon a bit, read different types of of, of, um, literature, different types of fiction and even nonfiction that will help you and that may help contribute to how you build up your own personal story or your own piece of literature that you're working on. Reading definitely works wonders. And I know that when I started um, writing my own book, um, I had read, uh, I think it was one of uh, Toni Morrison's book. Um, I think her name was was Rashonda Billingsley. She writes excellent books. I mean, and they all those books didn't necessarily have to do with my own subject, but they were close enough for me, and um, they were relatable to the in, in the sense that I just like the way the author their their delivery. I just like the way they put their words together. I like the way they describe their scenes. So, not that I'm copying from them, but I am I am um, fine tuning my own voice to make sure that my voice is that much more unique. From what they're doing, if that makes sense. So I definitely recommend reading. If you watch the IG um, video that I did on Instagram, um, I I provided uh, recommendations on some books that I had, you know, that I'm recently reading, still trying to finish them up. But are they helping me with my own writing? Absolutely. They're helping me build my own vocabulary. You know, certain words that I read. I may not have heard of that word. I'm just curious as to what that word actually means. I go and I look it up and I've just expanded my vocabulary and I can find other words either related to that that can help me with my own story. So definitely go to that bookstore or go to that library, um, get some books of interest to you and start reading. And you can do this while you're working on your draft or while you're working on building the main character development. Those things really help to flex those muscle brains and those writing skills. So yes, highly recommended that you read different types of books. So the third point uh, that I had wanted to talk to you guys about was uh, define who you are, define who you're talking to by knowing who you are. Define who you're talking to by knowing who you are. So a lot of the times we hear, you know, you have to know your target audience. I can't tell you how many times I heard that when I first started coming online to do, you know, my different types of writing projects. You got to know your target audience. You know, you got to know who you're talking to. You got to build that avatar, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I think the easiest way to do that is to start by knowing who you are. Um, What are your interests? What are your likes? what takes you off? You know, what's your favorite color and why? What types of experiences have you had in life? And it's important to ask yourself these types of questions because you're going to find yourself dealing with people that you are, that are relatable to you. I mean, that's just human nature, you know? And when I did an earlier podcast with, um, with Keith, Excuse me, with Keith Blev- Blevin Belvin. I don't want to mess up his name again. Keith Belvin. A couple of weeks ago, he made a very important point about um, connecting with your target audience, and that's one thing that they they tell you over and over again, but no one really tells you how to do it. And I can say for, for me, and I think this this can apply to to anyone who's trying to define their audience. I when I was attending different events, getting out there you know, to learn more about intimate partner violence, I had, to, I had to come across folks who had been through the same walk I had been through. So this could have been at different conferences, this could have been at church meetings or even in the workplace. I found myself connecting with people who could relate to me and it didn't just happen in person, it started happening online too. Because a couple of years ago, uh, I was you know, very active on Periscope, um, not so much Facebook, but I was really active online and I was meeting a lot of people who I could relate to. And that's what I used to, to not only build my target audience, but to build a, a potential clientele who would buy my product. So that's a, exactly what ended up happening. I was building these relationships up, not just to get something out of them and not give anything in return. These were real tangible relationships. I still keep in contact with many of them today. You know, actual friendships were developed. I was investing my time in them. Any questions they had about being a writer or about getting through rough situations, I could easily have this conversation with them because we we related to each other on certain things. So they became my audience. So that's why it starts by uh, knowing who you are, where you're at in life, where you're trying to go, asking yourself certain questions, because those are the things that you're going to look for in the folks that you want to call your audience. They have to be people that you relate to. So that's definitely, um, I think, is an effective way of defining your quote unquote target audience. You have to get out there and interact. Um, not just online, but you have to actually get out there, go to different places and connect with people who want to who need to hear your story because that's one thing that I always try to remind people of there are people out there that want to hear your story they need to hear your story and you're not going to know that unless you start um, stepping out there and, and seeing you know what's going on out there. So um, definitely, if you're trying to define that audience, I think that's the way to go by by interacting, exploring, researching, but it starts by asking yourself those questions, what you're trying to get out of it. Because if you, you write this book, um, is this something that you want to sit down and read? Or do you see yourself grabbing it off the shelf at Barnes and Noble to sit down and read when you get home? All of those things you should ask yourself. So, And also, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, um, From Gigolo to Jesus, highly recommended. And Kevin Keith also provides um, a lot of good resources in that episode as well. All right. So start by knowing who you are. All right. So the other point is read what you've written out loud. So this is something that I never (laughs) did for a long time. I was writing passages, doing all this character development. And it wasn't until I met a couple of editors that I didn't realize how effective this method was. So if you guys have written a draft or you're currently working with an editor or you're looking for an editor, if this editor doesn't make you read your stuff out loud, you might wanna find another editor. And I'm so serious when I say that because Reading what you've written out loud just makes a world difference. You have put everything on paper, but reading it out loud, you're really grasping the reality of your work, how it flows, how it sounds, and how it's going to connect. If you don't read out loud, you're just rushing through this draft to get it published, I I guarantee you it's going to backfire. It is going to backfire because things are, are not going to make sense. You need to be misspellings, spellings, there may be grammatical errors, and you don't really want to make too many assumptions that, you know, oh, it's, it's just a few little typos or, you know, oh, it's easy to overlook that. No, a lot of the times, those are the things that'll jump out at people and it can actually turn them off from your work. And that's the last thing you want to happen, right? So when I first started doing this, It was during the first couple of sessions with my my editors, with my editor. Um, It was something new to me. It it was kind of annoying because I'm like, okay, we have how many more pages? And I have to sit and read this out loud as if this is, you know, third grade reading class, third grade English class. I don't know about all of this. But the more we we did it, the more I got used to it and the more it helped me um, because as far as connecting making sure there was a flow through the different plot lines. Okay, so on page 13 you mentioned A, B, and C, but we're over here on page 19 and there's a total disconnect. It doesn't make sense with what was written before. I wouldn't have caught I would not have caught that if I hadn't read it out loud. I'm telling you, reading your stuff out loud makes a world of difference. And if you don't have an editor, if you're not there yet and it's just you right now, you can start by you can start by yourself reading each chapter or each piece of work, each scene out loud and hearing how it sounds. Or read it to someone who who um, who will love to sit down and hear how your work is sounding. You know, just see how that, that plot line is connecting. See how things are making sense. See how that story is flowing. And you're not gonna you're not gonna get all of that by just writing it and reading it. You have to hear it as well. Alright so read that draft. Read those, those passages. And even though it's a lot, I think I'm on 300-something pages now, and we, we I've been reading each chapter out loud, and it's helped me. So that's why I'm sharing that with you to so go ahead and, and take that step. So last but definitely not least, um, a lot of folks hold back with their writing um, for different reasons. They feel that, oh, I don't have the time or, okay, I've started writing and what I've written so far sounds kind of dumb or I've written this and no one's really going to understand what I'm saying. No one's going to get this. No one's going to get my work. And that's the most harmful thing you can do to yourself is to make those different assumptions. One of the things that frustrated my editor, (laughs) once again, in the beginning was, I had this, this, this short story. And when they read the short story, it was frustrating for them because they saw how much was, was, was in this short story that wasn't being drawn out the way it should have. And when I was writing, when I was writing those first drafts, excuse me, I was rushing, but also I just, felt embarrassed to write about certain things. I think that was the main thing that was really holding me back. I was embarrassed to write about everything. I had just wanted to keep it as surfaced as possible. And um, over time, I learned that I shouldn't have done that. I I didn't have to do that because if you're gonna tell a story, you need to really just tell the whole story. So you know, I kind of learned that the hard way. Um, I held back a lot in the first, First draft um, when I did the short story. And I try to keep it short and surfaced. you know, uh, <clears throat> try to jump to the happy ending real quick. And, you know, some of the best pieces of work are full of substance, full of filth, full of shame, um, full of mistakes, you know, whether or not they end happily, the experience from the, from chapter one to that last chapter is tangible. It's, it's real. It gets dirty. And that's why it it sells because things like that connect with people you know it's not some surface fairy tale it's not. Something where someone is trying to keep it short and unrealistic it they really get down and dirty with it, so I had to step out of my comfort zone because i'm a very reserved person Um, and I, I don't share a lot unless i'm comfortable and I know people so being able to step out of that and just come full blast with certain scenes and certain incidents and certain characters that was definitely uncomfortable for me but I cannot tell you how empowering it was when I was going through those those different types of experiences just being because it was a release you know it wasn't something that I had to walk around and carry in secret anymore This is something that I can put on paper, be as creative with it as I want it to be, and and then just be done with it and just keep it moving. So don't hold back with your writing. Um, If you're writing a personal story about yourself, something that's happened to you along the way, don't hold back, go on and release all of it. Just go on and put everything, every dirty detail, every embarrassing thing on paper. Um, When you meet that good editor, and it gets to to, pub, to a, a good publishing company, they'll take care of, of everything for you, I feel, because that editor that I'm with now, um, she encourages me to just go on and just dump everything out. Whatever needs to be trimmed along the way will be trimmed, but that you have to maintain that realness. And it doesn't even have to be a personal story. If you're writing a story, if you're writing a book on how to do uh, certain recipes or... How to build a business, it's important to be as detailed as possible. Be as detailed as possible because that's how that's where you make that connection with people. Um, don't stay surfaced. I tried to keep it surf- surfaced and learned the hard way. Be open and, and be as thorough as possible. So don't hold back, you know, get get it out there. You'll you'll feel so much better in the long run. So those are just you know five ways of building your writing voice. And these five things I experienced for myself, they helped me. Um, so I just wanted to share a quick bonus, um, kind of like a next step that I took after I did these five things. And of course I was you know, shaking in my boots when I did it, but I went ahead and I, I did it anyway. I start when I started pitching um, an article that I wanted to get published. Now, I'm not saying to <laughs> write the New York Times or go on and try to make the front page of the Washington Post. I mean, you could go ahead and do that, but I didn't do all of that. I kept it local in the beginning. Um, different magazines, different newspapers on the local front. I, you know, reached out to them and said, hey, I, I have this, I, you know, I blog because I was blogging at the time. I have this piece on... Um, Intimate Partner Violence, and I know October is intimate uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so in your issue this month, you know, I think it'll be really great to feature this article. So some folks gave me time of day, and some of them didn't. They were like, thank you, but no thank you. But to those that did, you know, of course I was very excited, but then I was, there was a whole other thing where me starting out as a newbie, um, no one was trying to pay me. So that's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother podcast that, that we can talk more about because the beginning really was a struggle as far as being compensated for what I had written. So, um, that's just another, uh, you know, uh, that's just a quick bonus to throw in there because once you go through those five steps, once you've gotten comfortable with how your work sounds and you've gotten into the routine of writing and expressing yourself you you got to keep going you know I don't think it should stop there once you've gotten comfortable with being fluid with your writing It, it just gets much better after that so again I'm just telling you this because from personal experience so many doors have opened up for me because I chose not to hold back I chose to read things out loud you know I chose to read different types of, of work and all of it was very fulfilling. So that gave me the bravery to start reaching out to different editors um, and different outlets as far as getting my work out there. So I just wanna encourage you to do that. Um, for, for resources, uh, I would say, you know, yes, I'm gonna go ahead and, and throw myself out there. I have my, my newsletter where I share different types of resources um, whether it's for encouragement or just when it comes to writing, periods, So if you go to musuwrites.com and sign up for the newsletter, uh, I have, you know, I've gotten back on track with sending them out on a regular basis. So, um, you know, you'll, you'll I think you'll get, uh, you know, things that are worth your time. I have different types of workbooks, free workbooks that I give away. The current one that is... Um, that is out there now for the when you sign up for the newsletter is the intro is the workbook for introverts. Um, that came about with a whole full blown Twitter conversation. But whether or not you're an introvert, I think this this workbook will really make you think. It it will it really forces you to think about where you're trying to go with your writing and how you're going to get there. So you may say, well, I'm the most social, most outgoing person out there. Well, you may know somebody that's it that's an introvert. And they can benefit from this workbook. So please feel free to pass it along to them, lucywrites.com. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with everyone today. Hopefully it was useful. Um, And I just, in between, you know, me interviewing different types of people, I just want to come on here and just share different experiences, different tips on um, creating your your writing voice. And I think this, this goes for any type of creative. So please feel free to check it out, musuwrites.com. You can also visit new3creation.com. That's N-E-W, the number three, creation.com. Now, warning, it hasn't been updated in a while, but a lot of the writing material on that um, blog is pretty useful. So um, as I'm working my way back to being more active with social media and connecting with everyone, uh, I can't forget that. that website because that's where a lot of things started for me. All right. So I hope to connect with you all soon. Take care and I'll see you next time.